When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Talking City Extra podcast with me, Seb Parkinson. I'm going to bring you Pep Guardiola's full post-match press conference after City humiliated Arsenal 4-1 at the Etihad Stadium on Wednesday evening. City took the lead on the, in the seventh minute through Kevin De Bruyne. John Stones then scored a header, which was controversial because it was seemed to be offside, but in the replay, he was onside. There was various different replays, if you watched it on the TV, that showed that on some angles he looked offside, but on some he looked on. But the VAR ruled that John Stones' header on the stroke of half-time was onside. It pretty much killed the game as a contest. And then in the 54th minute, early in the second half, Kevin De Bruyne scored again to make it 3-0. Rob Holding got one back on the 86th minute with a nice strike into the bottom corner before Erling Haaland completely sealed Arsenal's fate with a 95th minute finish. Pep Guardiola spoke to the media and explained to the Manchester Evening News' Simon Barkovsky why he picked Manuel Akanji at left-back instead of Amaric Laporte. Here he is. First of all, um, how pleased were you with the performance you saw from your players tonight? Yeah, really good. Congratulations to the, all the players, the staff, backroom staff. A very important game, not decisive, but really, really important. Uh, we played really good from the beginning until the end. Uh, I know against which opponent we we are we we played, and still they are top of the league. I know it can be naive what I'm saying, but the reality is we are two points behind. Of course, we have two games in hand, but still they are there. But uh, Today is a day like we play really, really good. Not decisive, you said there, but how big a step is that towards the top? No, I, uh, I said the same. It's not decisive, but it was really, really important. Of course, it's important. So, to beat our rival, the the past was Liverpool. This year was since the day one. We saw the feeling in pre-season when he beat Chelsea 5-0 and then and the other one 4-5-0. And in the beginning, we start 50 points in the first leg. Have been the, our rival, and this season, fortunately, we. In the bad moments, we were st- there, 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 and uh, and yeah, important that we make a really good performance uh, again. So we're really, really pleased. Hi, Pat. Um, when did you decide to play Manu Akanji again? <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of doubts because in that position is for Aime. Uh, in that position, uh, Aime is our best player in the build-up by far. I have an incredible ability to read, but um, after seeing Manu Akanji against Bayern Munich, against Coman, Leroy and Musiala and the other one sometimes, and how win that duels one against one was amazing, and I thought against Saka Martinelli was uh, so important with Kyle and him winning that that connection, the runners, and being, being so aggressive with them. And when I saw the game against, against, against Bayern Munich, I said, OK, Manu, Manu can do it because he's so intelligent, so clever, and, and he controls really well. One of the incredible threats all the season that Saka is. So that's why 
he make the effort to play in a position than he used to. But he normally central defender have played the right back now the left back. But he is so so nice. Uh, and when you are so nice here, always you play good. Jamie. Hi, hi Pep. Because Arsenal do not play until Tuesday. If you beat Fulham on a Sunday, you can go top. How exciting is that? How much motivation is that? Well, for I had you? a feeling the next three games will dictate a lot because we have one Fulham like uh, for the stadium. For the Marco Silva has done this season in Fulham, come from Championship and the season have done have been amazing. Um, and after we have two games at home, West Ham and Leeds. I don't want to anticipate because that's not it's not a, it's healthy. But at home this season we we feel comfortable with the people, the crowd, and you know we feel comfortable. I think the next three games. So, it will be will be really really important. Um, uh, but of course, the most important thing is our destiny is in our hands. So today, winning Arsenal will be in their hands, and now it's in our hands. And when you arrive at the end of the season, when whatever happened, it doesn't matter. It's our performance. To win the games, it depends on us. This is the best way to approach the last six, seven games. Are they still seven? I think so. So still, still we have. Um, Kevin De Bruyne was obviously exceptional tonight. Kevin, yeah. um, when he's in that kind of form, is there a better player in the world in his position? Well, was, today was, was game? a game like uh, in Emirates. Uh, I saw the game two days ago and I said, uh, Marcel was much better than us. And I understand, understand. We won the game, we're incredibly happy. But analyzing and talking with, uh, with the guys, I said, if we play in that way, it will be difficult. We have to adjust something, especially in the ball possession. And the game there was long ball, Erling, old ball, Erling. And Erling can win balls, but against Saliba there, holding today, especially Gabriel, also is a 50-50. And, and it's a game when sometimes you use there, so they were more patient with the ball. When you play there, this game against Arsenal, is he wins the second ball. Uh, he's a master. So winning the balls, they come really well for the second. And when you are able to win, and we can contact with Kevin, the, the, the threat Kevin, Erling, Erling Kevin is so, so important. But it was less time to play this type of balls. There were more and more build-ups, especially in the first 30, 35 minutes, after they were more aggression to make men-to-men all the time. And when we can find Kevin and we can, he can run because they made high pressing, it's unstoppable. We know that. So, and today, both... Jack as well and Bernardo as well. They they found they found the momentum to to punish them. Is he is Kevin okay? Because he seemed before he came off, he seemed to indicate. Yeah, Tommy have uh, some niggles in uh, in his legs uh, and make a, ask me the substitution. Paul, <coughs> hey, just on Erling and Kevin, do you think they are? It seems such a kind of a natural fit. Do they? Yeah. Do you think they're kind of improving each other's games this season? They're pushing each other to new levels. Yes, but you, you know the football, you, I said uh, again, so the, the game belongs to them, so I didn't training, I didn't teach them how they find each other. So the, they, the, football, there are more natural things that happen than the people can expect, the manager were involved in that. So when at the end, so all the time, like Kevin has the ball, Erling knows that he can run and give it, and the opposite side as well. So it happened many times. So. Kevin is a master of an assist with Helen, with Erling or without Erling. And Erling has scored goals all the time with Kevin or without Kevin. But being together, of course, when the teams like they press so high and we regain that ball with the space behind, they are so dangerous and we use it. 
You said a couple of times this, this season that, that Arsenal are the favourites because they're top, they've got more points. They've obviously still got more points and you've got two more points, you've got two games in hand. Would you rather be in their position or, or yours? Absolutely my position now. Yeah, absolutely, it's in, in our hands. I would love to, these two games in hand, have six points. You have to win it, but you know, I prefer to be because it depends on us. With Aaron, please, Paul, just to the second round. Until until today, I prefer the position in Premier League from Arsenal because if Arsenal win beat us, it's in their hands. But now, it's in in our destiny. Hi, Pep. Um, you've said in the past that you want your strikers not only to be in the box, stay in the box. This looked like a game where Erling maybe more than ever showed that he's taking steps outside of the box. Can, well, can you? We yeah. cannot be in the box because Arsenal plays so high. So that's why they are not in the box. The, the teams they defend so so deep, and after that they will be in the box, and the space is different. So and the people say, "How are you going to play? Tell me how is the opponent going to defend me, or attack me?" And I tell him to adjust something. But we know for the two times we play against them that they make we struggle a lot if I up here. We struggle a lot in the Emirates, and we try to adjust something. The principles are the same, but the space is behind. We can do it. I said we have to run. And Kevin and Erling is his quality to have. If you have a false nine, we cannot use that position. But we have Gabriel in the pass or 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 um, or uh, Erling. Both they have that pace to you know to make a movement in behind. So, so my question was more: uh, How how do you think he's evolved in the last year when it comes to the link-up play? Yeah, of course. Uh, I said, we spoke many times with him, so it's fantastic as goal score as much goals as possible. But we have to be involved in in, in the game in in. in you don't like to touch balls, so I love it. So yeah, come, come and play, and don't lose your identity. The score goals, but I don't like a player that's there just to ten players do the process, and I'm going to score the goals. Always you can be involved, and link with him is a really good player because he has the quality to keep it to set the ball, and after we can run, and he, I think he's he's doing really, really, really well. Last couple, please, guys. We'll go here and then at the back. Hi, Pep. Um, Mikel's just been in here saying he was frustrated Arsenal didn't do the basics well. Uh, were you surprised just how dominant you were from the first minute? I give credit. I, I don't underestimate absolutely one second the world opinion about Arsenal at all. At all. I know how good they are. And all the games you see have momentum. They, they concede the goals or whatever that's happened. But uh, I give credit, incredible credit to what they have done. What they have done. Uh, if I prefer to think of maybe they didn't have in their best level because we were really, really good. I, I, I prefer to approach the analysis of that game in not saying they were not good. We were, we were really, really good. Hi, Pep. I'd like to know if uh, when you watch a game in which your team is not involved. Um, do you see any team better than yours in any other football game? Yeah, of course. If we play like today, we are an incredible competitive team, absolutely. But there are many, many good teams all around the world. I said many times, the biggest compliment of this institution, Manchester City, is many, many years still at the end of the season we are there in all competitions. This is the best compliment we can get. After we're going to win, we're going to win. I had the feeling we have already win. When a team behaves in that way after win back-to-back Premier League, still we are there, we have already win. It's not going to change my opinion if we win the Premier League or FA Cup or Champions League, reach the final or win or win it. I'm going to change my No. Your football is sometimes in the finals and moments as if you cannot win. But still this 
mentality as a club since the hierarchy for everyone push and go and try it and try it and go and go there when normally when you win always you drop in this country and still we are there this is the most satisfaction I am in as a manager of course we want to win the Premier League and reach the final Champions League and uh, and FA Cup against our our local rival Man United to do a good game again of course we want to win it but how they behave again and again and again that is heads off for the players because it's I'm really impressed, honestly. I'm really impressed because I know how difficult it is. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Great to hear from Pep Guardiola, as always, who will not be moved into uh, to commenting on how decisive a win that is. It's not decisive, he says. It's not decisive. We all know that that was a very, very, very decisive game in the title race. City now sit just two points behind Arsenal and friend Mikel Arteta, which is why I think Pep Guardiola won't be too celebratory over the, uh, especially in the public eye, because of his relationship with Mikel Arteta. City sits second in the table still with two games in hand over Arsenal. The Gunners have played 33 with 75 points on the board and a positive 40 goal difference. City have played 31, 73 points on the board. However, a 53 goal difference, which means that if City draw their two games in hand, they will still go top on goal difference for the neutral that would be great because it would give five games of who you know who's going to do it who's going to do it but the reality of it is and i think we all know this city are in cruise control it is highly unlikely there is going to be a blip if we look at city's fixtures coming up city have got fulham who they can expect to beat away before hosting west ham another game that city fans will expect to win then they host leeds another game that city fans will expect to win before a trip to Real Madrid in the Champions League on Tuesday. City will then travel to Everton, the short hop to Merseyside. A game that City will expect to win, but we know what Sean Dyche can do. Sean Dyche, you know, has a habit of putting stumbling blocks in the road. If we look at that and say potential draw, and then we've got City hosting Real Madrid. Again, if you look at that Everton game, City might be looking at that Real Madrid game, especially depending on how the result goes in Madrid. So you could potentially put a little crossing that one to say a draw City then host Chelsea which again despite the the caliber of Chelsea's name they're pretty poor this season and you know despite Frank Lampard coming back in Chelsea have not improved really on the results haven't improved anyway City then travel to Brighton on the penultimate game again it's a game Brighton are riding high in the league they were unlucky to get knocked out of the FA Cup that could be another potential stumbling block but one that City fans would hope they would be able to win before travelling to Brentford on the last day. By that point, the league could be wrapped up, depending on how Arsenal do. We do not know. And then, providing City beat Real Madrid, there's two more games to go, which is the FA Cup and the Champions League final. Anyway, that's all for today. Thank you for listening. We will see you for a full breakdown of City's win over Arsenal and all the latest news with the Talking City podcast with Simon Barkowski. And uh, we'll be back on here with Pep Guardiola's press conference ahead of City's trip to Fulham. Whatever happens, keep it locked to the Manchester Evening News and we will see you again soon. <laughs>